Listener, we are Nerds of the Old Republic. I'm Adam. I'm John. And I'm Mike. We're going to do it sequentially this time. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Yes, we are here talking about the, oh gosh, what is it now? The sixth movie in our Quentin Tarantino saga, studying his works. Uh, but before we get to Inglorious Bastards, <laughs> Sean is going to continue his roaming series with us where he brings us a surprise beer. We have no clue what this is. Could be garbage. Could be lovely. Could be both. Well, yes, indeed. What I, is I it love how I've become like the beer Ronin of the caster. Oh, nice. nice. All right, guys. So we're, wait, wait. We're, as you pull the beer out, like you don't have to describe it, but let me know. I'll make the noise from Kill Bill <laughs> 1 where they take her uh, sword out of the oh. sheath. <laughs> uh, so we're doing uh, Inglorious Bastards today, which is a World War II uh, anti-Nazi revenge kind of epic. Mm-hmm. And one of the scenes in the movie features a just absurd Michael Myers cameo. <laughs> and in the background is this dude playing Churchill and he's just sitting there for whatever fucking reason. The whole thing is like, it's like comic Stanley Kubrick in a way. That's how mm. it felt to me. It That's felt good. like it's a it's a Kubrick That's style good. shot, and it was just fucking absurd. Right. Mm-hmm. So I saw this beer that had a picture of Winston Churchill on it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, let's go with that. There we go. So we are Cheers. drinking tonight. Oh, is this a breakfast stop? It's a warhorse beer. Oh, okay. And it's called Tiki Time with Churchill. It's a tropical oh. stout. With coconut coffee. Nice. Wow, actually, right. I'm likely to really enjoy this. I yeah. Honestly, guys, I don't care what the flavor. It had a picture of <laughs> Churchill on it, yeah. so it actually worked for the cast Beautiful. instead of me just randomly picking something. And Churchill has a lay around his neck. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So, There's palm uh, trees on this thing. Warhorse is from I don't know because I can barely read this can. It's hard because there's a lot of graphics going on, but it's from New York because it's got okay. the Think New York, Drink New York tag. Established 2006 or eight, something like that. Uh, let's see what we got. Oh, God, I can't. I can't. I need do, a. Do you want on. me to? I can read it. Do you want me to do this? I, I gotta get my readers here out. All right, here we go. Calling all seekers of sun-soaked mirth. Unleash your own endless summer with Tiki Time with Churchill, the beer that brings the taste of the tropics right to your door. Let the bold flavors of roasted coffee and creamy coconut whisk you away to your own beachside oasis of surf and sun, (laughs) where every sip becomes a celebration of the floating, fleeting warmth and the joy of summertime bliss. I started off so great. It is cast number three. But, that yeah. this, these are the most like abs- <laughs> like abs- mm-hmm. absurd fucking tasting notes. Oh ever. my God. I love this shit. Say Just... aloha to Tiki Time with Churchill and let the good times roll. Tropical daydreams in the unlikeliest of places. 
This is fucking fantastic. Churchill and like, oh, Hawaii it has for an, some reason. An album pairing recommendation. Oh, nice. Long time yeah. coming by Sierra Farrell. Oh, never mind. Five percent alcohol <laughs> by volume. Sorry. Sixteen fluid ounces or one pint. Ten IBU. Which means no hops. Oh, then good. All right, well, gentlemen, choose your weapon here. We can pour these up. We've got various buffalo-themed steins. There's there's two uh, glasses. Adam, you called out the lightning slug I earlier, did. So it's I'm back it for my you. day. Buffalo Sabres fans, I'm sorry. But also, Buffalo Sabres fans, it's the lightning slug from circa, what, 10 through 15? 2010 through 2015, something like that? Uh, 2006... Through yeah, about Ryan maybe Miller's, a little early, like eleven maybe or 12, Ryan Miller's yeah. career. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Ryan Miller's <laughs> career. So yep. All right, so let's open them up. Ready? Mmm. It almost smells like caramel popcorn. Must have been high as fuck when they came up with this concept. <laughs> you know what? I was just... Aloha shit. Of course, Churchill is the face of that. Take your time with Churchill, man. <laughs> you know what? I can't picture Churchill in anything except for like a three-piece suit. Right. Or like him tromping off to Tripoli. So like, I would love to see him in like yeah. a Speedo or something. Well, according to this full-color picture of Winston Churchill, he got laid. Well, mm. Yeah, because it was... Yeah. Yeah. I always think that babies, newborns, look like Winston Churchill. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's a fact. All right, cheers. Cheers. Clink. Salud. Salud. Uh, that is exactly as advertised. Aloha, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, Mike, I'll be leaving that extra beer with you. <laughs> is I, it too coffee or I too like coconut? It, man. Uh, it's okay. But it's, it, it is... Very heavy on exactly those tasting notes. I yeah. mean, the yeah. coffee hits you up front, and then there's like that lingering uh, coconut suntan lotion-y type uh Yeah, I get finish. the impression this was like yeah. flavor syrups added to something. It wasn't brewed into the beer, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's tough to tell. Because, yeah. I mean, flavor syrups have gotten so good, and adjuncts are so good at this point. Yeah. I, I certainly could not drink... Uh, more than say two of these in a sitting, but um, yeah, well, that's generous. But those you. two would be delightful. All yep. right. Well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Well, thank you again for your beer selections. I'm sorry that yes. yet once again you have picked beer to drink that you don't like. <laughs> oh, that's all part of the roll of the dice, guys. I do enjoy your beer selections, Sean. Mm-hmm. If I brought ones that I like to drink like large quantities of, we'd be drinking cores or you know uh, <laughs> so the banquet. By the Ooh. way, not the light one. I think I did bring. Uh, what was it? It was fucking Jenny to it one, was of, Jenny, one of yeah. our podcasts. <laughs> yeah, the last time we were not the last time, but one of the times we were at Sean's. That's right. We were I did Sean's, briefly yeah. flirt with getting some kind of like Meisterbrow or something like yeah. that, just to say, yeah, fuck it. But, sure. Uh, I, I saw mean, this. Yeah, Meisterbrow would have fit because it's German. Yeah, they, right? yeah. it would have worked. Yeah. So speaking of German. I'm talking about Glorious Bastards, which I had not seen before. Well, real, real quick though, let's just say that we skipped over Grindhouse. Oh, oh yeah. sure, we can have a conversation that. now. Yeah, because that was again a prep project between Rodriguez and Tarantino. It was Planet Terror and Death Proof, and Tarantino mm-hmm. had the Death Proof part right. of the double feature. And I remember because of largely because of Kill Bill and being like, oh man, it's so good. This new movie, let's go see it. Yeah, and I dragged my wife to it or girlfriend at the time and. I mean, maybe we were married. I don't remember. When did this come out? When <laughs> maybe they were different people. Uh, yeah, that would have yeah, been yeah. around 2006. So we might have been married. Um, yeah, we were. And uh, I should have said, I wasn't film that Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, dragged her to it, and then realized like like right away, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to be in this theater for four hours. <laughs> and Planet Terror was okay. Planet Terror was pretty funny, as yeah. I recall. I saw it in theater too, but never again since. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. It's one of those things where I think after the whole experience, I walked out going like, yeah, I don't need that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And the once, grind once was enough. Yeah, exactly. And the whole thing with um, uh, Death Proof was almost like a pastiche of what Tarantino does in his movies. There's the overly long conversation where, okay, it was cute before and it actually had some bearing on things. But in this one, it's like, all right, this is just getting fucking self-indulgent. Right. And the, uh, like, it just, it felt almost like he went way too far into it. I agree. If, If Tarantino's movies are all homages to the films that influenced him, this was not an homage. It was a parody. Almost, yeah. you know, I mean, or, or I don't know what words you want to use there, but it was like, he was like, no, I'm just going to make one of those movies. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I saw it in the theater the one time and I've, uh, never seen it since. I do feel like I would find something in it now to appreciate more than I did then, but I don't think I'd ever like it from right. what I remember. Yeah, it just, I don't think it rises to that level. Does he count it as part of his 10 films though? Yeah. Yep. Dude, Quentin, come on, man. <laughs> but I did see, uh, he said somewhere recently in an interview, um, I, I don't, I don't want to like quote him wrongly, but he, he did express like that was the one film he made that didn't quite go over the way he'd hoped it would. Really? Yeah. So he know. feels the same way. Yeah. Hmm. He said something about it that was, you know, acknowledging that okay. it was not exactly a success. Because if he was going to defend that thing, you know, in all of it, in its weirdness and not being not very good, I right. would have had some issue with that. <laughs> okay, it's good when a, an artist could admit yeah. they didn't do as well as they should have. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's probably all we need to say about that. Yeah. yeah. Put that to bed. Yeah, we skipped him over. If you want to be angry at us, you can talk to us. No. Well, he, he returned to form impressively with yes. the Glorious Bastards. Yes. Right. So, yeah, that was my, my experience with seeing this movie. Contextually, you know, I was a big uh, Tarantino I thought you know, once upon a time, Tarantino was like, you know, the great filmmaker of our era after his first three films. Uh, as I said, you know, in a previous cast here, Kill Bill 1 disappointed me. Kill Bill 2 I liked a lot, and it redeemed Kill Bill 1 for me. But at the mm-hmm. time, I still was like, eh, they're more fun than they are great. Yeah. And then we waited years, again, for uh, Death Proof to come out. And that was such a disappointment. So yeah, yeah. when you look at that, that's a decade. That's literally a decade from yeah. Jackie Brown yeah. to Death Proof. And by the time Inglorious Bastards comes out in 2008, it's been like over over a decade since we've had a truly great Tarantino film. Now, I, I would count Kill Bill as a great film now. I didn't yeah. then, right? That's fair. So, I felt the same way. So I walked into the theater thinking like, okay, Tarantino, maybe he's not like a great master of our era like we thought he was, but he's still an entertaining filmmaker. I'm looking forward to this movie. And right literally from the opening <laughs> scene with Christoph Waltz going to the mm-hmm. French farm, I knew this shit is going to be fucking fantastic. And to me, this was the movie that redeemed Tarantino corrected his career and everything that's followed since has been fucking wonderful yeah end of cast all right we'll see yes. no, <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> no you know it's funny it the very first thing is you you see God, i can't think of his name right now but the you know it's that pastoral scene mm-hmm. chopping the wood um and you're you're in for subtitles you know you're in for mm-hmm. subtitles 
because that's unless you watch it on Plex. Right. <laughs> In which case, you lost the entire movie. Um, Luckily, I speak French. That's good. How's your German, though? Oh, I speak German, too. Damn, good for you. Damn, damn right, buddy. So, uh, but yeah, that that whole thing, you know, I'm like, okay, so how is he going to invert this trope of, like, the artsy film where you have to follow along with the subtitles because it's, you know, a European, some European language or languages that uh, you have to read at the bottom. I got subtitles in this one, by the way. You got, oh, I did you did, this. okay. It was funny, though, because I did find myself going, like, would I be able to actually follow this without the subtitles? And I'm like, I could pick out things here and there, but they're talking so quickly and fluently. Yeah. Because, you know, Christoph Waltz is just insanely good. Mm-hmm. That guy is amazing. He's brilliant. And that, like, opening scene with, the like, the French guy, he's chopping yeah. wood and the daughters and all of that. It's like, oh, my God, that is the beginning of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, it's the guy at home and his mm. hacienda, and right. the angel eyes shows up, and there's this tense moment where they break bread and they're sharing right. a meal, and it's just like That's... it's the same fucking thing, note for note, and it's brilliant. It's the you know that that scene is is the type of thing you either love or hate about those kind of movies because yeah. like literally ten minutes of screen time goes by and there's not a single line of dialogue. Angel eyes literally sits down at the table and starts eating the food. Yeah, and shit. But nobody talks. <laughs> right. Um. So this is the same thing. Like he's out doing work, mm-hmm. like you said. I you know I, I I didn't make that specific connection. Um. But the Kill Bill or uh the uh spaghetti western leanings that we talked about that really started in the Kill Bill stuff is. In full effect. Oh, absolutely. It yeah. is, is. You this, get the horizon shot right, early right. on. It's a war movie, but it's a spaghetti right. it's western. It's the western yeah. in 1940s Europe. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Absolutely. And so you're right. There's very little dialogue other than him telling like the daughters to go get his water so he can wash mm-hmm. his face. And um, there's the big thing about the German cars pulling up and the one guy yeah. getting out to let yeah. him out. And It's like they never yeah. seem to get there. It's like right. shot. <laughs> two was back to something else. They're still coming so, in. Yeah. No, no, okay. no, no they're still coming. You uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yes. 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 Seen like yes. that where yes. the knight's running toward the castle with the dramatic. There's like a dramatic like drumbeat, yeah. but he never gets any closer yeah. to the castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, Christoph Waltz uh, in this scene immediately establishes the character that he's going to play the yes. rest of the movie. Yes. By Brilliant simul- exposition. simultaneously being terrifying and hilarious. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah. the the things he says are like threatening because you know he's fucking there to kill people, yeah. right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's all like, oh, you know how it is when management changes and blah, yes. blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, everything he does is like just off just a yes. little bit. Like they hand him the milk and he fucking drinks the whole it glass. Yes. The glass so of warm milk right. I'll add. Yeah. And, it wasn't yet in he's, fridge. and yet he's being so polite and yeah. everything. And then, then there's the point where he like pulls out his pipe to smoke it. And well, it's, it's like, absurd. It's like yeah. a fucking Toys R Us pipe. Yeah. Like it's massive. <laughs> and everything but that is immediately that point where you're literally laughing out loud at his pipe i remember being in the theater and people laughing out loud (laughs) is immediately followed by all right let's cut to business you're harboring enemies of the Mm -hmm. state and it's a close-up of his face which is deadly serious yeah and the guy he's talking to has a tear rolling down his face because he knows he's just sentenced these people to death yeah and having both of those there christoph waltz does such a nice job establishing that Right from the get-go. It's that mm-hmm. business-like thing, too. He's like, I assume that because I have heard nothing that they don't speak English. You know, I love him. He's yeah. like, can we speak English? Because yeah, I, there's I, that I transition like to my the French is so side. big. Right, so you know he's yeah. brilliant, too. Oh, my yeah. God. And then he's like, hmm? Hmm? Pointing to the right. floorboards. And then the, the stormtroopers come in and, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, they shoot right. the place up. And then the girl gets away. And there's mm-hmm. that point where he gets out with that little P.K. Walter thing, whatever. Yeah. And he's like... 
He's like lining her up. She gets further and further and further. You're like, is he going to fucking offer? You know, she's dead. You know, this is going to happen. And he's like, you just finally realize it. I'll get her next time. And that establishes her character. Perfect exposition. Perfect. Sets the stakes, sets the story in motion, sets the tone. The whole thing established right. in that one scene. And, Brilliant. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I'm going to, there's no way for me to make the point I want to make without skipping to the end. So I hope that's okay. That's, but, well, welcome to yeah. all six casts so <laughs> yeah, far yeah, from yeah, Tarantino. But, you know, you in the beginning, he, he, he does that whole unsettling monologue where he talks about why he's so good at his job. Mm-hmm. And it's because he compares uh, Jewish people, if they were an animal, they would be the rat. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, it's Nazi propaganda. Right. But he then talks about how that's why he's so good at finding them because he can think that way. Right. Yeah. So I say all that to say that's established in the first scene. Right. And then at the very end, like the first time you watch the movie, you're like, would he really do what he does? Like it, he's got his enemy right where he wants yeah. him. Would he really make that deal and do all that? But then you're like, well, the rat analogy, right? Like that's what they say about rats. They're the first one that knows when a building is right. burning or a ship is sinking, and they what do they do? They bell. They right. save themselves. Same they thing he did out. at the end, yeah. and that's yeah. what he does. I love how it cuts from that scene to then. Um, God, why am I thinking? I can't. Brad Pitt, yeah, doing yeah. his absurd Tennessee <laughs> accent, which is I great. want so much more of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I want it. I know the story of that. Man, you take on a. Damn it! When you join my oh company, my God. <laughs> it's a We're gonna damn be doing one thing and one thing only: killing Nazis. So he's and he's yeah. like he's sort of like a blend of like John Wayne and uh, like George W. Bush, who had <laughs> That's like a great I think way to describe I, it. I think he was Agreed. still president when that movie was being filmed, right? And that's like that's how he comes across is like those two people yeah. blended together, and and the face that he makes the whole movie he's oh. got that weird like scowl and squint. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like Popeye. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now that makes me about a quarter of patch. <laughs> I want my scalps. Yep. And you're going to get them for me. That's right. Yep. Each one of you owe me a hundred scalps. Yeah. Shit I aim to get. My and then scalps. it cuts straight to it. <laughs> oh, they're often Nazi yep. scalps right away. Do you know right. the first guy who gets scalped? No, that's Tarantino. Oh, I didn't know that. No, he does a That's cameo in a lot of his yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one getting the vis like they show it pretty clearly, getting his yeah. fucking hair cut oh, off. I That's didn't him. Know that. now, That's like, cool. Like that one, I took minor issue with the effects for that one. Because it was pretty clear that like I didn't see the the face connected to the hand, but like as they're doing it, it's like, yeah, you're holding the like hair piece over the piece that's the brain and it's not connected it's no. just you're like rubbing the knife against your hand <laughs> well, which is yeah. holding the edge of the thing a minor coming from kill bill where they like hilariously cut off two people's arms yeah like all the beautiful like violent effects there right. and then we get this this but is much a, more realistic it's though. it's much more realistic so it's a different effect yeah. choice for sure yeah it's not cartoonish yeah. it's not like they're like absurdly ripping off these scalps it's yeah. like oh, yeah I mean, the sound effects and everything are pretty good. They're pretty, yeah. yeah. I had to make sure to not watch it with I anybody mean, else in my house. I mean, yeah. you actually watch this dude get beat to death with a baseball. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's yeah. some really brutal shit in this movie. I mean, like, the, the whole, like, again, this now, I guess, ushers in that next era of Tarantino of, like, yes. the revenge film. Because you've got the Nazi Jewish revenge, like, no, we're going to, we're going to get, we're going to fucking mutilate Hitler in this movie. Right. Yeah. And, like, again, I'm jumping the, the horse here, That's but right. it's like, you know what? 
I'm going to give it to you. Right. I know yeah. it's not historical. I know it's not real, but, but fuck it, I want to see well, it. Everybody, is... in Amer- everybody in the world wants to see it. Oh, yes. God, yes. Exactly. And so, th- uh, you know, to your point, this is also when he started his historical revisionism phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he does it here. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he, he does it. Uh, Django Unchained is not, uh, strictly speaking, historical revisionism in that it's not based on a true story. But the idea of like the slave revolt and the slave right. like killing everybody in the manor and all that and stuff is 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 similar to the Hitler being yeah. killed in terms right. of its gratification. And then uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a straight up historical revisionism. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet, so I won't I say any more. We're gonna hold that yeah. for that character. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but, uh, but, but that's that where we're going. Came another that? theme in Tarantino's film starting here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that 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 whole thing. I think it's just again, it's it's I'm gonna give them what they want, yeah. and it's gonna be awesome. And just like right. you know, it's like oh, he's the bear Jew, you know. Like, and it's, I was <laughs> gonna say, we we can't go any further without talking oh. about Sergeant Donnie, the bear Jew Donowitz, <laughs> uh, Donnie Donowitz, right? Donnie like what Donowitz. a great name. Right. And it's just yep. this, he's this guy in this tunnel, yep. and you just they got this dude on his knees, and he's like yep. this serious like German soldier. I don't even know if he's really a Nazi. He's a German soldier who's willing yeah. to die for the cause, right? right? As he yeah, goes. Right, right. He goes like, Donnie, we got a we got a Nazi out here who's willing to die for his country. Come on out and oblige him. <laughs> oblige him. Yes. And just, all you hear is the the stick, the bat. Ting, ting. Yeah. It goes on forever until you finally see this hulking dude come out and he just gets right to it. Fucking crank someone. Oh man, every part of that scene is just fucking brilliant. Brad Pitt is great in it, you know. He's like, My business is killing Nazis and cousin. Business is a boom. He's going to point out his map where you were. You yeah. know, he's really he, trying to get he, the yeah. job done. He goes, you yeah. can't seriously expect me to divulge information that would cost German lives. And Brad Pitt goes, well, cousin, that's where you're wrong, because that's where exactly what I expect you to do. Yeah. Well, I need you to take that finger and put it up. <laughs> well, you know, you're, it's fine with me. You're going to die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then the yeah, other guy, yeah. he does it to him, but he won't let him go until he carves yeah. the fucking swastika oh, into his forehead. God, oh, that's so good. So they, there's a there's a... Uh, Nazi in between those two that they that he tries to run away and the dude kills him. Yeah. And Brett Eldorain's like over there just sort of casually eating his lunch. Like he's taking his lunch break during all this. And he's like, God damn it. He's like, all right, send the other one over here. Alive, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's awesome. Because it's like they're hor- they're doing horrific shit. Right. Yeah. Like, we're, only, we're only doing one thing. Right. Killing Kill Nazi. Nazis. There's no objective. They're right. just no. there to kill as many right. as possible. Right. And like that, but it's like that's what you want. Well, yeah. Christoph Waltz sort of draws attention to that. Again, this is cutting ahead to the last scene, but he says something to Brad Pitt there. He goes, you know, your what you would call your mission, but what other people would call a terrorist plot. Yes. And it's sort yeah. of like that's exactly what they're doing in that country oh, yeah. at mm-hmm. that point, is they're just being acting as terrorists. They're destabilizers. And they're Eldorain Rain lays that out as the mission in the beginning. Yeah. He's like, they will come to know us through our horrific acts of violence. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're the bastards, right? Which, like, even even though they're killing Nazis, I still was kind of like, mm, this isn't great. But then the revenge felt great, oh. right? Throwing scalps in that like right. canvas bag or whatever. Yes. My first thought was, you've got like two days before that smells awful. <laughs> yeah, Who has true. to carry that? Yeah, well, you know, he's part of Apache, so I mean, maybe there he's go. schooled in how they tan them and get them more presentable. That's I don't right. know. Ah. And his men did take on that debit. That's, That's true. Right. They That's did right. that debit. But he does sure. a great job. Uh, Brad Pitt does a great job as Eldo Rain, creating a character who seems at once really smart and calculating, mm-hmm. while also being like a 
total jackass mm-hmm. all at the same time. I love how he goes, I speak a little bit of the town, you know? <laughs> but it's like, no, he really does. He understands what Christoph wants yeah. to say, but right. then he's just like, the Gorlamy, Ariva Dirty. Yeah, they're all leave. Yeah, they're all like you know saying goodbye in Italian or whatever. And he just says in a straight Virginian accent, Ariva Dirty. Yeah, <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, and there's so many layers to that. It's like, yeah, that's probably how Americans come across. Right? Like, uh, yeah. we're just gonna say shit yeah. that we think is your language, right. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like this, by the way, but this is obviously a stereotype that that people have of us. Yeah. But then I'm like. Is that character brilliant? Right? right? Are, are they that brilliant that they're just able to dick around like that? Well, I think yeah. it's intentionally meant to be a caricature of, like, like a John Wayne. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I yeah. think it's supposed to be, like, all right, here's the American version of, like, the hero for decades in movies was this image. Yeah. And Tarantino's going to take that and sort of, like you know, on one hand, like pay homage to it while at the same time making it look completely absurd. And we're all laughing at it. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think Brad Pitt just was brilliant in oh, that. Role. Again, perfect <laughs> casting. Yeah. That's his first role for Tarantino, right? It was the first yes. of two brilliant roles right. for Tarantino. Yeah. Christoph Waltz's first movie, right? The first of two brilliant roles yeah. for Tarantino. Yep. Absolutely. And I love how, again, he works Samuel L. Jackson into all of his yeah. fucking films. Mm-hmm. He was, he was the piano player in the in the and church, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. and yep. now he's the narrator, right. explaining mm-hmm. all the exposition yes. in this thing, right. like which the, I love because it just yes. amps up the hyperbole of the whole thing by having a third person narrator out like oh, that. So I think good. he narrates that whole uh, Hugo Stieglitz part. Oh you know, yeah, like every Nazi soldier knows Hugo Stieglitz, and he cuts to that guy up on the hill, and you get like the sign that says his name, and you get yeah. that. Yeah, yes. and then but then it's Samuel Jackson comes in and does the whole backstory yeah, yeah. and everything. You turn yeah. tail in the Nazis yeah. and all oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, they get him out of jail too, and it's like we're gonna kill some Nazis. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Eldo yeah. Rain comes in and goes like, "You may have heard of us. We're the bastards. We just want to say we're a really big fan of your work <laughs> yeah. when it comes to killing Nazis." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like that that bureaucratic like job interview. It's yes. like, Would you like to be with us? Uh, we have a position available for you starting right now. And Would you like to leave jail? So good. I love how, too, it's like that character, like a lot of these important characters in the story just get these ignominious deaths. Like, yeah. he's mm-hmm. in that, that like, the thing that goes, it goes yeah. sideways, right. but yeah. his, he goes down, right. stabbing a guy in the head right. repeatedly. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And it's and, like, that's and how he does. And you don't, yeah. and to, to the ignominious part, you don't even know he's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until Eldo Rain says, like, is anyone left alive on our side? And the German dude's like, no, everyone's dead. You yeah. Know? That's mm-hmm. when you're like, oh. You know, Hugo Stieglitz died. Yeah, him and the, the British guy <laughs> Just, who we barely knew. And, yeah. Right, yeah. It's yeah. so satisfying to stay, say, though. Yeah, Stieglitz. it really is, yeah. Stieglitz. And in my Stieglitz. head, whenever anyone says the name, I hear... Effective sound and music on that one, for sure. But, you know, it's interesting, because, again, we get... Not, so I guess this this movie is linear, right? But there's just multiple stories told yeah. that interweave between one another. But it's still yes, linear. I think it's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got the. Well, it's a bit of a time jump for Shoshana. There's three years. Yeah. Between, yeah. Between the beginning of the occupation and then towards the end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even even before the yeah, there's three years from the La Perdite, mm-hmm. which you know we get in the beginning, and then three years to the Nazis, um, and that the bastards and then we're shoshana 
So I guess he has three years too, because you imagine they happen at the same time. Yeah. There's a there's a big jump for the bastards too, because we get the like him announcing the mission. This is what you're signing up for, and it immediately goes to like they're that scene with the baseball bat and all that yeah, shit. Right, but they're yeah. already famous in the country. Right. That's They've true. been there doing. And then it's Hitler nine nine yes. nine nine yes. nine, yeah. which I loved that parody of Hitler. Oh yeah. So I uh, I I. I have come to love it, but I have a complicated history with that because, you know, for years, to me, that was the one disappointing part of the movie. You were saying, you, you were saying before, like, you know, it's even though, you know, the bastards are the good guys, you were saying how it's like it's still hard to watch some of the things that they do because mm -hmm. it's pretty horrific. Yeah. And I was like, you know, to me, I wanted Hitler and it, it's not just Hitler. It's all the upper echelon yeah. of the Nazis. Um it's, uh, you know, who's the propaganda minister? Goebbels. Goebbels. Yeah, Go Goebbels, yeah. Yeah, we see him at um, the, the table eating the, the dessert, right. which I got to get to. because They're that was all absurd. Me. Every single yeah. one of them are absurd. They're over the top. I mean, Hitler seems like an emotional wreck who's just shrieking at everyone mm -hmm. all the time. Well, that's kind of and, and I thought, like, I thought to me that took away some of, like, I wanted a better villain for the bastards to be fighting to justify sure. what they were doing. However, I have evolved that position because in recent these sorts of over-the-top clowns do inspire that exact sort of worship. And, yeah. You know, I guess all your villains don't have to be the calculating and sophisticated yeah. types. I was struck with how little the actors resembled the real people. Like, the guy who played Hitler is just straight-up ugly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And actually, I kind of like the aesthetic choice. It's like, yeah. why would you mm -hmm. want to make this guy look handsome and dashing right. or whatever? Yeah. No, he's a freaking piece of shit. Right. And the same right. thing with Goebbels and her Goering and right. Himmler, all of those. They just, they all looked terrible. Which yeah. Is, it's awesome. No, you're right. I mean, even that dude that uh, they get into it in the basement bar with, he's like, he's not revolting, but he's like creepy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And it, it's kind of like, we already know they're vile. Do you need to like amp it up with like lighting right. and like make them look tall or something like that? You it's know, like, as you do with typical villains. Yeah. You compare this to like Indiana Jones, who makes his bread and butter beating up Nazis, right? Mm -hmm. And then like, it's, it's like taking that to the nth level. Jones always went for the realistic-looking Nazi. Like, oh, the Hitler in uh, Last Crusade looks a lot like Dude, the real God, deal yeah. Hitler, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, you know? But, like, this one is just, like you said, it's a caricature. Yeah. And, and again, he just gets straight up destroyed with a, with a machine gun. At the, right. I love the fact that they fucking mow him down, and then his head, like, disintegrates yeah. <laughs> on camera for a oh, brief yeah. second. You're like, that's fucking is it Donnie who's holding the gun? Yes, he's like, <laughs> they literally show the hate in his face. And yes. it's just, he's already dead, but he's still just shooting him and yep. shooting him. Yeah. And you know she's going to die. So right. he's just going to yeah. go out doing just this. Just enjoy it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, Soak it up. That was the thing that the world wanted to see right. in yes. 45, 46, 47, 43, right. 44. So, yeah. right. And like, now, now we've come to expect the gratifying revisionist ending in Tarantino. But that was really the first time he did that. Yeah. I remember mm. watching that in the theater going like, Holy fuck, this isn't what happened. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better. Right. Yeah. I wish this is what happened. Yep. You know, and this is a good transition to, to um, Shoshana because, like, a lot of this film is about film. Right. And, like, what film can do for you and what film could or couldn't do, shouldn't do. And, like, it gives us something we wanted right. when we couldn't have it. Right. Which, Point. you know, is – I heard that in a lot. Um, when Shoshana's talking to anybody about movies and having her cinema and um, what's the, the guy's name when she first, she's taken the letters down from the sign. Um, yeah, the... Um, 
Oh, the, the soldier. The soldier, just, yeah. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Rule, Rule, the guy who plays him. I yeah. Think Frederick, maybe? Um, yeah, it? Frederick Zoller, maybe? Something like that, yeah. And they're talking about films and stuff. And he's yeah. like, well, you know, there's that whole, like, nationalistic thing where he's like, well, yeah, sure, I liked, um, what is it? Um, oh, they were talking about the silent film actor. I can't think of his name now. Buster Charlie Keaton. Chaplin? Buster Both. Keaton. Yeah. Both. Yes. They're talking yeah, about... Right. Yeah, and they're like, well, you know, Buster Keaton's great, but, like, uh, Charlie Chaplin's one film was just superb. I think he mentioned City Lights. I think City that's Lights, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which, of, of course, a Nazi would like. True. So, <laughs> you know. But uh, I, I find that really interesting that the banter that he works into this film is about movies itself and kind of, like, yeah. a, 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 like think a thought experiment yeah. on films well that, that's what makes tarantino like so great is that at heart he's really just a movie nerd yeah mm-hmm. um and that, that's his history he grew up watching movies he spent all his time in the theater not just mm-hmm. watching good movies but watching schlock and then he worked in a video store yeah and you know to this day like i mean he he makes movies but he also writes about movies he put out a book recently called cinema speculation which is hmm. excellent um, and he has a podcast where they uh, they do double features. They 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 talk about two movies, him and this other guy that they used to have in the video store that he worked in. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, yeah, and that, some yeah. of them are real fucking movies you never heard of, deep cuts and everything. But yeah. my point here is listening to this guy talk about movies makes you want to go watch movies. Like yeah. he he's one of those people that can describe what the thing he loves in a way that makes you love it too. And that absolutely is a huge theme here is just that sheer appreciation for the, for the uh, medium. You mentioned that too, Adam, maybe think about you saying about the revisionist history part of it is almost like how he takes out the entire upper echelon of the Nazis and ends the war in a cinema. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like oh, yeah. movies mm-hmm. have the power to do these things. Right. Right. You Save can live, the world, the, you can live what you wanted in a movie. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like that little wink meta nod to the audience yeah. saying like, Hey, it's a film. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Not just yeah. in a movie theater, but the fire is literally all these real the movies. Are doing it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Fascinating. Yeah, I love the talk about the plot. When was it Samuel L. Jackson again who comes in and is like, oh, how, you know, yeah, how flammable yeah, it is. Flammable, yeah, yeah what is silver nitrate or whatever it is. Right. It's super flammable. And Shoshana happens to have like three billion of these films <laughs> of silver nitrate in their theater. Right. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Correct the mundo. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Friend of the cast, Samuel L. Jackson. Sorry he couldn't be here tonight. He said there was some scheduling conflict. It was weird. Well, he's a very busy guy. He was a busy man. Oh, yeah, but it would have been very satisfying. <laughs> All right, so, you know, that we've, we've kind of glossed over the plot to kill the Nazis, and I'm going to struggle to not say it, as Brad Pitt does. Oh, I have to every say it that time. way. Yeah. Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. Uh, in, the, in the her theater. Yeah. But we skipped over a little bit between Shoshana and is it Gerbils officially when they're having that yeah. yes. apple strudel? You wanted to talk about the strudel. I do, because yeah. I felt like so as an English teacher, I'm looking at this going like, okay, there's a big deal about this cream and like wait there's for the, the cream. there's the yeah, wait for the cream, mm-hmm. and then there's the ASMR of like them cracking into this. But wasn't there like a quick like one or two second cut of Shoshana like having sex with somebody? I missed that. I was like distracted a couple times. When I, I was the, watching it, the guy that works for her in the movie theater, yeah, is, it's he's supposed to be like her lover. Okay, so maybe that's what I got distracted but, by. I was having puppy issues at the yeah. time, and like, was I don't come remember back, that. Though. Come was back. there some kind of brief? 
I don't remember that. So maybe there wasn't, and maybe I'm making too much of the cream, but like it felt like overtly sexual with the way he was like, no, you first. Right. Uh, And, or he probably said opera review. And then um, like they focused, they cut in on the cream and the strudel real close, Mm. a tight shot, not a super tight shot. And then there's like so much time spent. And maybe it's just a Tarantino thing of like spending time on something uh, banal. I think that's the Tarantino linger. Like, yeah. Yeah, we'll call it that. Like yeah, he lingers on the on the slippers that she takes off and kill Bill, or mm-hmm. he lingers on this on the does tend to linger on women's feet a lot. Yeah, and well, you know, for that. we're not yeah. going to kink shame here at Nerds of the Old Republic. Yeah, the bride no. moving her finger or her toes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, uh, well, you know, I mean, every movie we don't have to talk about them because some of them are still coming up. But uh, Uma Thurman again in Pulp Fiction, where she walks across yeah. the rug, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or when she takes her shoes off. She in takes the restaurant. her shoes. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's in every movie. It's there hmm. but there is that and it, what i was getting from that sense was like she's terrified because this is the guy who murdered her family yeah and does and he's so brilliant he's gonna figure out who she is right like she knows that's it her cover's right. blown he may, he may already yeah. yeah but he never really truly does and then you're always left wondering did he know the whole time right did mm-hmm. he just have this idea that eh, i'm gonna let her be because maybe she's useful in some way right. and turned out to be useful for him he is such a fucking menacing figure yes. in this movie. Yep. Yeah, he. Yep. Um, even the way that scene ends is like there's that moment where he goes, oh, before we go, there's just one more thing I wanted to ask you. Yes. And it, and once again, just like it did in the first scene when he's like, you're harboring enemies of the state, aren't you? The mm-hmm. camera zooms right in on his face and he just sits there and he's got this deadly, serious, intense stare on his face and there's this long silence and then he goes... But I can't remember what it was. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. And then when he leaves, she's like, right. She takes that deep yeah. breath. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so good. Yeah. She's heard that before. She knows where it was going to go. Right. Yeah. I just, I love Christoph Waltz's turn too when he basically, like you said, the rat. Yeah. He sells out the whole Nazi high command and is just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to let you do this because you're going to guarantee me this, that, and the other thing. Right. And he goes, I just, I love, I'm going to jump to it. I, I just love it. That's fine. We're, we're so close. They, we they do the prisoner exchange thing yeah. and he's like, oh, you're going to put me in handcuffs? Or the, uh, the, you know, I'm, I'm a realist or whatever. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a stickler for the details or yeah. something like that. And then uh, this, the way he just completely turns up, one more thing. When you're yeah. on, on uh, you know, this uniform, you take this really nice uniform right. off. I want to give you something you can't take right. off when you're out there on Nantucket there. <laughs> the cars, they show it in visceral yes. detail, him carving the swastika as he's screaming right. into his... I'm like, oh, he finally yeah. got it. Oh, That's great. So and my good. other favorite part of that scene is when uh, he goes, uh, I made a deal for this man's life. You'll be shot. And he goes, nah, I'll get chewed up. Yeah, I've been, been chewed, chewed up before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the Nazis are different than the Americans. Like, yeah, I'll get chewed up. I've been chewed up before. Yeah. It's so good. So we're probably up to the basement scene then, right? Yeah. Oh, after after oh. the Michael Myers cameo. Oh man, that was absurd. Do we want to talk the Myers cameo? It's like okay. Do we want to claw? <laughs> Why the over fuck it? is? What the fuck is Michael Myers doing in this movie? And he's playing like one of those freaking like Austin Powers pestis. I was I was gonna say it reminded me very much. You could see that why. stupid smirk yeah, he does, exactly. right? That look, but he, his British accent is like, okay, meta, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, like but he, that, like that look he does. It's he like, does get one line off that uh, is really good. I've used it a lot myself. Uh, he he's uh, uh, Michael Fassbender asks for a uh, a scotch and water. And then he's like, something for you. And he's like, you know, scotch. And uh, he, he's like, water. And he goes, no, no junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great. I use that all the time. No junk in my whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. But it's just, yeah. it's, 
it takes me out of it a little bit yeah. when I was like, oh, it's fucking Michael Myers. Well, oh, yeah, Lord. I mean, yeah, that's that's hard because all I see is like fat, the fat bastard yeah. parodies and all that shit. Right, his his real cheesy age. British shit that's yeah. just like, yeah, exactly, exactly. It felt anachronistic. Right. It's like, okay, that was a long time ago. Yes, we all laughed at Austin Powers in 1995. We are different people now. We're di- very different now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does lead into... Uh, you know, for me, one of the the high moments of the film is the basement scene. That yeah. whole mm-hmm. scene is fucking amazing. So entertaining, beginning to end. Yep. There's the again. There's a lot of lingering yep. in there. Mm-hmm. There's the the drunk guys. There's the they're playing the game. Yeah. The death SS officer and just the way he just won't let him go. Right. Won't let him go. And then he's ah, I'm just messing with you. I'm just right. joking. Of course, I'm intruding. You know. Right. And then then notices the. The three instead of the three, right, right. and like that's I got a gun pointed at your nuts, and they got a Mexican yeah. standoff again right. going in that mm-hmm. thing, and then it keeps going. Another linger on those shots of the yeah. guns pointed at each other's nuts, and then the whole thing goes tits up in like right. you know like two seconds. All of a sudden, it's like oh shit, everyone's fucking right. dead. Yep. Right? It's oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, right, right from the first moment that the, I should look up that actor's name because I think he does a really good job in the sense that he's so revolting and creepy yeah. as that officer but it's all like you know he uh, michael fassbender's just put these fucking drunk german soldiers in their place yeah and uh, then the drunk guy starts stammering like you have a funny accent or whatever and yeah like, they're like get the fuck out of here what are you crazy to question an officer and then all of a sudden you just hear in german of course might i inquire yes <laughs> and he cuts to him and he's sitting there reading a book yep. and he slowly closes it and puts the book down then he slowly walks to the yes. record player because the needle's still going and he takes that off. And then he slowly walks out and walks over to the table. And this takes forever. Right. Yep. You know, that's the Tarantino linger. Exactly. Like it's mm-hmm. the long turn. And then it's Trademark. the, oh, we're out of it. No, we're not out of it. Oh, we're out of it. No, we're not right. out of it. And it's like the most trivial of things that blows it. Yeah. And then when you, it's all done and everyone's dead and you think, oh, okay, well, there's that. Right. Then it keeps going. Going with the yeah. next thing, and Eldo's coming down yeah. there. He's like, I'm gonna make you a deal. I'm gonna have no guns, <laughs> you know. And he's like, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, No, we said no guns, right. dude, no deal. And he's like, I'm gonna trust you. I love the way his voice sounds, Eldo Reigns, too. And he's oh. like, uh, when when she pops up and uh, she like yells like I'm alive and he yeah. goes who's that and uh, he goes that's uh, so and so the actress or whatever. Schmidt. and he goes is mm-hmm. is she with you and he goes you can hear Brad Pitt there's a pause and he goes yeah she's with us yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you know now he's like fuck now I got to deal with this situation oh, and she yeah. kills the father like the new father and all that just like, yeah. like, I love the next scene when they're in a veterinarian's office yes. at the bullet room and he sticks his finger <laughs> yeah. into the wound and they show it going like right. knuckles yeah. deep in and I'm like right. oh shit that's so painful <laughs> he's twisting it and right. she's screaming yeah. like this poor woman who's trying to help you and you're fucking this <laughs> and oh. <laughs> And it was great. And then she's she's wonderful in, in her role. And yep. then I'm not sure who the actor is. But then it goes on to the next thing when they're at the theater and they yep. got the cast mm-hmm. on. And yeah. Christoph Waltz, of course, it's right. him. And he pulls the shoe out. <laughs> yeah. And then basically he goes full psycho and chokes right. her out, which is not what you expect from the suave no. guy. No. Right? Yeah, but that's that's the whole you know the the whole character. Like yeah. in every scene, it's it's a mixture of like the silly, the, the silly. Yeah. And the the terrifying, yeah. and because even in that scene up till that point, like he's like this quirky, silly dude. You know, he does that thing where you know he's like tells her to put her foot on his lap, mm-hmm. and she doesn't do it at first, 
and you know, folks at home won't be able to see this, but he does that goofy, exaggerated gesture where he's like, yes, yeah, he points the finger right to the, right to the hand left, way yeah. over right. the top of the head, and then straight yeah. back down right. to the foot. Has to do it. So all of that is like it's like quirky, it's a little mm-hmm. silly, and then all of a sudden he's just like, ah, and he like yeah. lands on her. Mm-hmm. He goes like Danny DeVito <laughs> as uh, as the penguin. He just goes nuts. <laughs> yeah. and ah, right. Like yeah. they again like lingering on her yes. getting choked yeah. out mm-hmm. Tarantino goes for it you yeah. see her the actress's eyes like are watering and turning red yeah. and bug eyed and you see his face and you can see that he's like putting all his bodily yeah. you know muscle into it and then afterwards he's like he dismisses like oh she got what she deserved right and it's like but right. the whole time he knew he was oh, yeah. gonna make that deal but he, she needed to die right as far as he was concerned and right. his twisted morals right yeah, yeah. But, and so all of that comes after the great scene in the lobby, though. <laughs> oh, Gorlamby. <laughs> He's like, I'm the one who We've speaks. been quoting that for at least a week. Oh, one nice. more time, please. Yeah. Gorlamby. And you can see Brad Pitt's, like, total, like, frustration <laughs> with the situation, but his inability to break character yeah. and do anything about it, you know? Awesome. So, so he's, uh, Waltz, uh, Christoph Waltz says all of, all of this, like, fluent Italian sentences <laughs> upon <laughs> sentences. And then when he fi- when he's finally done, there's this long pause, and then uh, Brad Pitt finally goes, Grazie. Yeah. <laughs> Grazie. Or Grazie. Yeah, I love yeah. the fucking, uh, like, he makes them all repeat their names yeah. Over and over. Yeah. One more time. Yeah. Let <laughs> me really hear the music in it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so good. But that. But that. That. It's the other thing is both of those guys were like, I don't fucking speak Italian. But they both fucking do a way yeah. better Italian. Yeah, way better. <laughs> way better. That pet. So good. Like it's like I don't remember what the names they actually say, but it's like you know Mario Corleone. You know, yeah. it's like this exaggerated, cliche, silly like Italian, yes. but it's way better than Brad Pitt, who's literally just saying Italian words in a West Virginian accent. Oh my god! But I love the fact that he's the one that actually understands what the hell he's yeah. saying in Italian. Right. Oh, and he's got that look of like like. He fucking knows it. We all know yeah. it. Why are we doing yeah. this dance right well, now? Well, that's the thing. He never loses the West Virginian accent and also the John Wayne like grimace, or, like the Clint Eastwood grimace into the sun. That that look is on his face through yep. that entire scene. Yeah. In no way does he attempt to not be who he is, yeah. other than that he says one or two Italian words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so weird how like they, they got roped into this because the other thing went all blew up in their faces. Yeah. Yeah. So you just knew it basically like, well, this is our shot. Right. We got to take it. Right. You know? And like they went in, not even saying it was a suicide mission, but it was just like, yeah, it's a suicide mission. Yeah. It totally yeah. implied we're stripping dynamite to our fucking ankles. Well, you realize that later when, because those guys are, are doing what they're doing and the bomb goes off and it's yeah. like, well, that must always have been the plan because that right. was on them. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just fucking straight up. Just they never say that out loud, you know, but slaughtered um, like so many Nazis though. Right. So yeah, very gratifying to Nancy's, watch. Yeah. Well, they got their scalps, right? I mean, that's yeah. what it came down to. It's just so weird. Again, like most Tarantino movies, except for like the Kill Bill movies, the person you expect to survive kind of does, but kind of doesn't. You're right. Right? Yeah. Like you expect like maybe the Von Hammerschmidt, maybe she'll get out of this. Nah, she gets choked out. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't think Christoph Waltz is going to survive this thing. He's unscathed, but he yeah. survives it. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get BJ Novak. Like that guy had like almost yeah. nothing to do in this movie except to just basically tell him, I think that's your best one yet, Corporal, or whatever, yeah. when he's like curving yeah, yeah. The, the things. That's all yeah. he got out of the whole thing. Well, and then the one person that you are almost certain will survive is... Uh, Sophie. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. And, and Sophie. she does I'm sorry, not Sophie. Or the, the... Soshana. She, yeah. Soshana. Yes, thank sorry, you. Yeah. Yes. And, and she doesn't. Because yeah. that's actually a really... You don't... That's... You're like, it's one of those movies, like, a, you know, like, a don't go in there, don't open that door. You're like, why are you going over there? Right. Don't touch his body yeah, and turn right. him over. 
But you don't really expect her to get blasted multiple times by a gunshot and die right there. Right, you know exactly. that that comes as a surprise. You expect him to turn over and be like, "I thought we had something" or something like that, and then right. just die, and then she yeah. gets sad mm-hmm. or whatever. But I will give him this: yes, she dies again. It's horrible. The other guy, Daniel yeah. Rule, dies. They all die. But she still gets her revenge. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. still her face on the screen in the middle of the film saying, "You're all gonna fucking die." By a, right. you know a Jew is doing this to you, right. and then like even after the screen burns down, the smoke and her ghostly figure yeah. is projected yeah, onto the so smoke, pretty. and that haunting laugh she does yes. while the people are screaming oh. and everything's yeah. So she definitely got her revenge. Oh too. my yeah. god, she yeah, absolutely yeah. did. Yes, yeah. which comes to uh, you know that fucking hilarious scene in the restaurant finally with uh, Brad Pitt <laughs> and Aldo. He's like uh, you know he's like uh, I don't I don't even remember what he's asking Brad Pitt. Um, he asks him some question though. Brad Pitt doesn't even respond, but his face says it all. And Christoph Waltz goes, "Ooh, that's a bingo!" Yeah, it's like you, you just say bingo. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> we just say bingo. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's got the world dicked. Right, mm-hmm. right. He did all that stuff for the Nazis, and you know, did all that for Made a long time. Right. And then he's like, oh, "I'm gonna get away with this scot free. Right. Yeah, you won't run get, away to Bolivia. You won't get yeah. Hitler. You won't get Goebbels." the other two people and you need all four if you want to end the war tonight so if you want to end the war you have to make a deal you know he's like very methodical he's thought it all through you know Mm -hmm. smarter than everyone in the room i i really wish that there was more christoph waltz in like modern performances yeah the guy is just so damn good i know we're going to talk about him with Django. he's so good in that movie totally different character very different but equally awesome yeah for the record he won let's see Waltz won the Cannes Film Festival's Best Actor Award, a BAFTA Screen Actors Guild. Is this for? For Inglorious. This is only for Inglorious. Uh, Critics' Choice, Golden Globe, Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Okay. All awesome. for this film. Nice. So you, so you did win the Oscar. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Wow. For while well, supporting actor, obviously. Well, yeah, but still he got an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Well deserved. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. So, like, Absolutely. yeah, he did mop up. Right. I mean, the only thing he didn't get was a uh, Tony and a... No, I'm just kidding. So he's not an EGOT? Yeah, he's not an EGOT yet, but... Not yet. Give him time. Yeah. Yeah. So people recognize that that greatness there, so... I did, like, appreciate a lot that Tarantino was willing to cast European actors in this movie, too. Like, Daniel yeah, Rule right. as the, the private sniper guy. Mm-hmm. I love him in everything he does. He's a great character actor. He was awesome in Drive when he played Nicky Lauda, the F1 driver. Mm. He was great as Baron Von Zemo in the Marvel stuff. Like He's just a really mm. good actor. And he's German. And the girl who uh, played the German actors there, she's also, I think, European. And the girl who played Sophie is French. Or not Sophie, again. So Shana, she's mm. French. Like, all these legitimate Europeans, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like he's just jamming an American in there and just saying, eh, do an accent, you know? Yeah. It was was well done. Well, I think part of it might be that it lets um, Brad Pitt's performance shine a little bit more. But uh, also, it kind of inverts your expectations again when you think about, like, an American director making a World War II film. Like, you know, let's throw Clint Eastwood in there and let's throw other white Americans in Western roles. I guess... I can't say it in whitewash because they're all white people anyway, but yeah. he didn't Americanize it. Yeah. Right? Like Christoph right. Waltz is Austrian, right? Or something right. like that. So right. it all it all just fit very well the way he did it. But and and I think your point is right too. It it definitely highlights like the Americanisms of the other characters. The uh I think I think it's West Virginia of Brad Pitt. T- Tennessee. But, uh, it's what's that? Tennessee. 
Is it? I have yeah. a hard time separating those. Because he says mind. no. He says something at one <laughs> point about Tennessee. like I did not come down from the like Blue Ridge, Western Virginia mountains no. or whatever. In he order says to... Tennessee. Does he? Uh huh. All right. Uh, don't don't look. He it was. Up. A, I'm not going to look, look it up. up I'm not going to ask you on your right three times. <laughs> yeah. But three times in one night. Regardless, um, that and then uh, you know Donnie's got that absurd like oh yeah he knocked it out of Fenway Park like that yeah. that Boston mm-hmm. shit you know shit I dropped my car keys. <laughs> 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 Is it recommendation time then? It is. That's where we're at. Uh, yeah. I'm a yes. I mean, why wouldn't yeah. you? I no, don't I, understand I, why. When I saw this movie, I, I still remember um, I, I was living in Charlotte at the time, so I had less options of who I could go to see it with. So unfortunately, that uh, responsibility fell to my wife, who's not a fan of these movies at all. Yeah. Uh, but she was a good Mine sport, too. and uh, so she went and saw this movie with me. And I still remember vividly walking out to the parking lot afterwards and she asked me what I thought, and I told her that I never, ever would have thought I would have said this about another movie by Tarantino again, but that this might rival Pulp Fiction. Wow. Mm. And, you know, over, at, you know, I had to see it a bunch more times, and over time, I would still, I would still say Pulp Fiction is the superior film. Agreed. But hmm. Inglorious Bastards is right there. I mean, it is so, so, so fucking good. I really feel it invigorated. Uh, the second you know act of Tarantino's career, um, I have so much admiration for this movie. Yeah, I'm gonna huh? say no, of course, because <laughs> yeah. we're it. never unanimous here. No, nah, you're too late. You're too late. You should have seen when it came out. <laughs> Fuck you. Why didn't you watch this movie yet? Don't miss your it. chance. Yeah, <laughs> that boat. That boat has sailed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> take that as you can. Uh, we are going to uh, wrap up for tonight. Um, I'm definitely feeling this breakfast. Is that what it was? A breakfast War stout? Horse. War Horse. There it, is a Churchill breakfast stout. That's why I thought it was. Yeah. Tiki time with Churchill. But this is very different. Coconut coffee. Tropical, <laughs> tropical stout. Tiki time with Churchill. Yeah. So, it's all kinds of We're going to, like, it's a... <laughs> it's the most a, Tarantino thing you've it's ever seen. <laughs> it's a word salad for beer, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah. But I am... You know, three casts in, I'm definitely starting to fade here. So the more I drink, the more I like it. In. Well, there you go, yeah. right? Just keep on drinking. Yeah, that's all. It'll that's get you the answer to everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can keep on drinking, dear audience, because when you see us next, you might need a few drinks to watch <laughs> Django Unchained because oh, it's glorious. Well, I mean, you can make your own opinions about things, Is but it fuck you, I'm right. It's maybe <laughs> inglorious, um, but also like definitely worth a sober watch as well. So we're doing Django, Hateful Eight, yep. and, and Once Upon a Time. time. Once Upon a Time, time in Hollywood. Up this, then, yeah. And that that will be the uh, the sunset of Tarantino's um The retrospect. Yeah. Retrospective look at... We'll probably uncomfortably linger on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Some pointless conversation. I cannot wait. Minutes. I have... I'll, I'll, I'll say nothing else. I don't want to... Yeah. Those spoiler I've, alerts. This is the branch of Tarantino that I've not seen. Yeah, for sure. Fun. I mean, it started with Inglorious, and then has kind of, you know, the rest of them I haven't seen. So, yeah. oh, you have not seen Django? Oh, no, you're in for a real treat. Ooh, it is, no, that is fun. I mean, Django, I've seen clips. Django and uh, and Once Upon a Time are are fucking magnificent movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight's fine, but those two in particular. Yeah, gotcha. Well, we'll, we'll breathlessly await the tenth movie too, and you know. Oh yeah, we'll see how yeah. that goes. Should we can be, speculate on the tenth. Yeah, I mean, Once Upon a Time was at least what five years ago now. Uh, yeah, close to it, if not quite. 
yeah. getting close to his time frame for cranking something Well, out. he's already talked about the next one. It's going to, I think he's actually said the title of it, which is going to be the movie critic. Um, mm. But he hasn't really released any details of mm. what that actually means and anything else. Good and, and as always, the speculation is, is, is going to be wrong because uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the speculation was that this was going to be a Charles Manson movie. And it turns out Manson is like a very small right. yeah. role in it, you know, so... But anyways, the movie's announced. I think they're actively working on it right now. Cool. So it'll be yeah. about the the character, that cartoon from the 90s, The Critic? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just All that. Right. Yeah. What's that guy's name? Jay something or other? Uh, it's, a, it's actually a biopic of uh, Roger Ebert. Oh, wow. Oh, there you go. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Told through two, Muppets. Two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> the Muppets. Yeah. It's the Tarantino Muppet movie. Yeah. It, or there has to be a Muppet interlude at some point, <laughs> yeah. right? Like Muppet anime. musical. For sure. <laughs> Can't wait. With Jason Siegel. I'm here for All it. Right. Let's do yeah. it. All right. Well, catch us next time with Django Unchained. Uh, who knows what we're drinking? We don't know yet, but we'll let, we'll let you know eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for being here. Find a friend. Share the show, please, with one friend, because... Social media is so 2000s, and we are <laughs> right. way beyond eight. If you're still on social media, it's 2000 and late. So we're going to leave <laughs> you out with that. Have a great night, and thank you for being here, listeners. Cheers. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Yeah, damn it. Cue the music, Sean. <laughs>